Now, I know I said just now that we don't have an r slash Godzilla post. And while that is still true, we now have a Facebook post to talk about. And after the fact. After the fact. From, from, um, from before initial recording. Third time I'm mentioning this. Yes. Uh, I honestly <laughs> don't remember what the post itself was. It's just the comment. Um, but it's someone in the kaiju shitposting group uh, talking about Godzilla King of the Monsters. And you you should all know by now that me and Brian love to rag on Godzilla King of the Monsters. But this guy's ragging on it for an entirely different reason and for a really stupid reason. He says, he, he posts a link of, uh, it was it's a YouTube video to all the monster scenes from the movie. And he says, subtract the human scenes, yeah, Subtract the human scenes that are either just humans, centered around humans, or have humans covering the action, and you have even less than eight minutes from a two and a half, two hour and twelve minute movie. A total fucking disgrace. Now, I don't know if we've mentioned it on the show before, but I hate, hate the screen time argument. So I, I, I decided to, to give this guy a piece of my mind. I said, ah, yes, a total disgrace for the franchise where its best entries are the ones focused more on humans than the monsters. I am so utterly exhausted of this argument that more monster screen time equals good movie. Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla 2 has the highest amount of Godzilla screen time, and it's a goddamn chore to get through. On the other hand, Invasion of Astro Monster has the least amount and is one of the best. Can we please, for the love of God, stop with the screen time argument? It's an objectively bad argument and accomplishes absolutely nothing. And then I said, in just continuing my thought process, there was only one lightsaber duel in the original Star Wars. What a total disgrace. See how stupid that sounds? <laughs> yeah... It's, I remember it, when you screenshotted this this and sent it to me. You said, I'm, "Yeah, I said I'm uh, about I'm going to become the Joker." And then I said, "Dave, it seems like you have a Joker moment every week." It's true, point. I do, and most of it is because of stupid Godzilla fans. Most of it is because you're still on Facebook. I mean, yeah, yeah, but you're I would, welcome. yeah, I would probably still get it on Twitter or Reddit either way. Well, I mean, I, I I lucked out. I only have Reddit. True. I can pretty easily ignore stuff. That's fair. But still, fuck the screen time argument. If you, if you, if you make yeah. the argument that a Godzilla movie is bad because there's not enough monster stuff, I will do not very nice things to you. Oh, wow. Dave's sending out threats over here. I am. He's like a Halo fan. Yeah. I'll say I'll say uh, homosexual slurs to you. Oh my god! <laughs> I would never. I would never. Um. Well, yeah. Well, that's uh, that's annoying. I yeah. Mean, I watched. Uh, th I mean, this is gonna go into the what a new quote unquote kaiju thing you're checking out because it's mm -hmm. not new because these are all movies I've seen before. Yeah. But at work, I have a lot of free time, so I've been watching a lot of of. Godzilla movies because you have the show is like most of the show movies on HBO Max, and then you also have like Godzilla twenty fourteen, hilariously enough not King of the Monsters, and then the other like MonsterVerse movies on there as well. And I watched Godzilla twenty fourteen and I was like, yeah, you know it's not that, but like the 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 screen time makes them this movie better. Yeah, <laughs> I think because I think the more you 
hindsight being 2020 after king of the monsters having less godzilla is probably the best thing that the movie does it's not even king of the monsters is it i feel like it would be more so Godzilla versus Kong because we talked about yeah. that multiple times that it's you know it's just all spectacle no substance True. that's not yeah. that's not what you want I guess hindsight being 2020 is in like where the, the series has gone yeah true and the, uh, the the direction it has taken mm-hmm. um, people like to shit on the characters from 2014 which I don't blame them but I think that they are what I I would take those characters as fucking cookie cutter and boring as they are over over rick stanton over the characters of king of the monsters over over characters who make jokes about gonorrhea sounding like Ghidorah. yeah we'll we'll talk about godzilla 2014 someday because it's i like talking about it yeah actually i still love that movie but uh but yeah the screen time argument is so dumb and yeah. I feel like it only really ever became prominent after 2014. Oh, absolutely people, it did. Because everyone people just wouldn't fucking let it go. Yeah. I mean, I, I will say it was very um, satisfying to see that everyone else in the comments was clowning on this guy. <laughs> yeah. Um. So <laughs> I wasn't alone in my I frustration. I feel like the the like the screen time argument is kind of wearing thin at this point. Yeah. Like you still you still get these clowns that make this dumb argument, but like I think most people have moved past it at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you, yeah, there is still a large. Portion yeah. Of people that uh, I will I will uh, give a shout out to friend of the show Jared. He chimed in as well, and he was like, Hell "David's yeah. right. <laughs> the movies the movies the movies a piece of shit for a, a whole other." a whole other bunch of reasons <laughs> based i know it was pretty good hell yeah <laughs> so it's absolutely of no fault of their own it was our, out of our own laziness yeah i mean again we I, we this the decision to record a week earlier was kind of last minute and i didn't really have with the the documents the google docs we usually do i made like two hours ago <laughs> yeah so yeah we're i was at work yeah you were still at work i had just gotten home from work yeah so i was like wow looks like i can't look at that doc until i get home from work yeah. 30 minutes before <laughs> we record yeah oh, Ooh. we'll be better prepared All next right. time you know, kind of undermining the the entire point of I the doc are we <laughs> I know. But you know what? The next time... Well, you were the one who decided to rip me away from Halo Infinite so oh, we could record boo, one week early. Boo. boo. I wanted this episode out by Christmas, Ryan. I had I have very good reason for it. All right. Well, we should get into that reason. We should get into that reason. Um, so... You already know how I feel about the movie, Brian. I really want to know. stop talking about it. I would not stop talking about it because it's such a good movie. I want to know what you think. Oh man, uh, <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> yep, I I couldn't stop laughing. All I could, th- I tried to come up with like a plot synopsis when I <laughs> like when the movie was over, uh-huh. and all I could think of was like mentally deranged man. <laughs> uh. That everyone hates for absolutely no reason. Uh, actually, I was gonna bring that up. Is that in his head or is that real life? I, you know, it's 
it's it's kind of vague. I can't really tell if if, if he's got he's got Peter Parker syndrome from the Sam Raimi Spider Man movies, where everyone just fucking despises yeah. him, and you never find out why. <laughs> I don't know. Like, what did he do? I, I don't know. It's it's not very it's not really clear. I think it's it, this is definitely a movie that you really have to just kind of go with it. Like, you, I, I'm assuming you question anything in this movie. I'm assuming that like the news station shit is fake that's or probably, in his head. That's probably not real. I would have to think. But he's got people like clowning on him at on work, the train, yeah. in the in work at work on the street, mm-hmm. uh, in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, this is graffiti on the bathroom saying <laughs> how much he sucks. <laughs> this graffiti-ridden bathroom. Yeah, uh, he, he's just uh, it's just an absolute mess of a human being. <laughs> I would also, and then he, yeah, I just, I, I was just watching it and I just, I couldn't believe what I was watching, honestly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's something. It's, it's, Dave, it took me, I, it I, took me until the turtle started getting big to fully realize what I was watching. <laughs> um, I would also like to point out once more that the, the main character, Rio, um, is played by Hiroki Hasegawa, who just a year later was in Shin Godzilla as the main character in that. So you think it was this? It was the, it was this role <laughs> thing. I, I don't think so. I, he, he was he was a pretty like established actor by that point. But no, my head canon is that this movie was so this, good this was that the, they just had to get him. <laughs> okay. The movie. Hey, you know what? The movie mirrors real life. He got big because of this movie. Th- this yeah, movie there, is this movie go. is turtle. That's, that's wow. That that's meta as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> this movie is the turtle. Anyways, we should probably explain what goes on because it doesn't make sense. It really, really doesn't. Okay, so here's the thing. Um, this is a Christmas movie, but it really doesn't become a Christmas movie until like the third act. Yeah, which is why, I didn't realize it. Yeah, which which is why that like when I watched it last year for the first time, like I watched it in August because I didn't know it was a Christmas movie. And then when it starts getting Christmassy, I'm like, wait, hold on. <laughs> this is a Christmas movie. Why am I watching this now? Um, and I, I full disclosure, I watched this with my parents. So that was an interesting experience because this is not the kind of movie they would go out of their way to watch in any shape or form. Um, my, my dad kept questioning is like, how is it? I don't see how this is a Christmas movie. I'm just like, just wait, just, you just gotta wait. Just wait. (laughs) (laughs) No, that was, that was my, uh, my, um, evolution while watching this movie. I was like, because nothing was very Christmas Christmassy at all. You kept telling me it was. Yeah. And for the first, like, for the, I mean, yeah, until like the final third of the movie, it just wasn't. And I was like, Dave fucking bullshitting me. <laughs> like, I'm sure this movie probably like takes place in December, but because it's Japan, it doesn't look like it. And then at the at the end, it like abruptly changes to Christmas, <laughs> it and is I'm kind like, of an abrupt uh, change because like all, all of a sudden. <laughs> All of a sudden, Santa's there, Santa's and it's like character. snowing, and then all of these Christmas decorations just appear out of nowhere. And I'm just like, what? What? I, I have to. I have to. I have to let say like obviously spoilers. I mean, you, you guys, you guys know at this point we go into spoilers, but like, I absolutely love that 
this movie implies not even implies but that on his in his during his off time santa is a sewer dwelling drunk I'm okay with it. That's what I figured he'd be. Oh, so am I. It's just it's just really funny that that that's Oh my what god did with this version of Santa. This ties back to our to the last episode where we were talking about Santa and how he's one of those things that only exists oh, yeah, because people believe right. in him. Yeah. Wow. Thought what was it? Thought plus time plus concentration equals flesh. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> and and he lives in the sewer and drinks copious amounts of liquor. Yeah, mostly whiskey, it looks like. Which you know with what? lots of thrown away toys. Yeah. So And and some real actual animals too. Yeah, which is which is fun as well. And I, I still I, I, can't, I, I still can't tell if like it, I it, it seemed like Sulky was a toy, but like when 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 sulky maria and and art is it pc yeah pc and picadon all go out to uh find rio like the there's these two guys who see sulky talking and they're like oh that cat's talking like referring to him as a, re- a regular cat but then later in the movie we see him in a box so why are they... I think I think they I think they just thought he was a cat because he's a black cat at mm. out at night. And they did appear to be drunk, so I mean, you never know. Yeah. Uh. Anyways, I think we should probably talk. Uh. Give a a quick a quick plot rundown. <laughs> uh. Of whatever the plot is of whatever this movie. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Because it kind of it kind of doesn't care. It really it really doesn't. So. As we just said at the top, um. Rio, he's a he's a goddamn loser. Everyone hates him for for some for reason. no reason whatsoever that we are that we the audience are able to determine. And, and when we're talking like everyone hates him, we're, we're saying like these like mid thirties adults, like <laughs> like actually police, police like middle school shit, like middle school bullying yeah. on this man on like a very large scale. <laughs> yeah. Like putting like like talks like what what hazardous is it hazardous waste, waste on his back. stickers like all, like every like on his back <laughs> all over his desk yeah <laughs> it's just it's just like so comical yeah. I couldn't even feel bad for him because I'm just like this is so stupid I know. <laughs> it's, yeah no one so, does this so he 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 buys a turtle from some street vendor he uh, he names it Picadon. Uh, which apparently, according to the film, I don't know if this is like an actual thing in Japanese culture, but apparently Picadon is the the sound of an atomic bomb. So that's fun. I'm going to look it up. Go for it. And um, everyone... It is. Oh, okay. Interesting. Oh, shit. No, because Picadon is, the, is that, the name of that short animated documentary with the really fucked up scene of uh, the nukes going off in Japan. I don't think I've seen that. Uh, you don't want to. Oh, well. It's real bad. It's real bad. <clears throat> like bad yeah. is in not good or Distur- disturbing. Yeah, okay, that's what I figured. Because um, it's very graphic. Ah, very fun. I read a. I read a a, a very uh, bleak uh, article about uh, about it mm. and the people people who made it. Yeah. Gotcha. <clears throat> So he gets the turtle. He's he he he, you know he he confides in the turtle because it's kind because of, he's kind of his only friend, aside from um, what's her name, 
Uh, Yuko. This one, y- yeah, Yuko, this one, one, one of his lady. co-workers who's like the only one who like doesn't make fun of him. She's not really exactly she, nice to him. She just doesn't. She's make fun also of him. very awkward. Yeah. Um, uh, wait, no, no, she's stoic. She's very stoic. Stoic's a good word for it. Yeah. She's stoic. She doesn't really show any emotion ever. Yeah. In the entire she, movie. She really doesn't. And like she, like she, she's. Again, she doesn't make fun of him, but she doesn't. She's not really exactly. I guess. I mean, she she gives him she gives him the um, the medicine at least. But like, she, and she also like says like it'll like hang in there or something like that. Yeah, but she doesn't like stand up for him at all. No. <laughs> so I don't know. Anyways, um, he confides in the turtle. You know, he wants to be a rock star. He, he's a he's a musician at heart. That's that's who he is. You know, he he's an iceberg. Most of him is underwater, is what he says. And um, but then everyone makes fun of him for having the turtle, so he flushes it down the toilet. Fucking bastards! <laughs> and you know, it, it was really funny. Like I could tell my mom was like enjoying the movie because, like, she audibly said, "Oh no!" when that happened. <laughs> That's what I thought in my head yeah. as I sat there silent on my bed in absolute <laughs> horror of what I was watching. Yeah, but no, no. My mom audibly, audibly said she was she was worried about Picadon. But um, there was one part of this movie that I'm I'll get to later where I did audibly shout something at one in the morning. I don't even know what it could possibly be because there's it's it's way <laughs> lamer than you think it's gonna be. Okay. But <laughs> all right, can't wait. Um, so he flushes Picadon immediately, regrets it, and he's he's really sad about it. He sees this guy the street performer with a guitar that looks like a turtle. And obviously he has like a, you know, a well, the guitar turtle. looks like a turtle. Yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah. Not the guy looks oh, like a turtle. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was clear that the guitar looked like a turtle. Oh, well, <laughs> yes. Uh, the guy, he sees a street performer with a guitar. The guitar looks like a turtle. So he gets really upset about it. And then later on, the guitarist finds him and they, they kidnap him. <laughs> Yep. They 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 bring him into their van, kidnap him, put him a put a leash on him. Yeah. They, no. They straight up tear him off of the street and yeah. put him in this van and like str- like strangle him. Yeah. And then they force. And him then they to put a, at yeah, a concert they, that's happening on like in the middle of a square for some reason. It's so weird. I was like, where are they? Yeah. And I then, thought they were in like a back lot. It looked like a back <laughs> lot. Oh <know>, man. <laughs> But anyways, uh, he ends up because he's a musician. He ends up performing this song um, that he wrote for Picadon. You know, it's like, "Oh, Picadon, I'll never forget you," et cetera, et cetera. And everyone's like, "Holy crap, this guy's amazing!" And so there's that. But then sign it, him on, do a record deal. Yeah. And then we we cut back to Picadon, who's going through the sewer, and he finds this kind of haven for lost toys and or pets <sighs> i think this stuff happened in reverse order i, I think Picadon and Picadon ended up at the home at the homeless man shelter uh before and then he got big after uh because he wished that's uh, true yeah because because yeah. um all the toys can talk and the and the animals and because they ate candy yeah and and they they are all like oh pa give um and pa is the 
the old drunk dude who we later find out is Santa Claus. Definitely, <laughs> definitely Santa Claus. Yeah, for sure. Um, and they're like, hey, actually Pac, magic. Yeah. Hey, Pac, give him some talk, some talking candy so we can talk to him. We want to know what his name is. And he, Pa ends up, ends up giving him the wishing candy by accident. And the next day, Picadon has grown considerably. <laughs> like the size of a, like a large dog. A large dog. Oh, yeah, he's, he's gone from the size of like a baby turtle to the size of like a sea turtle, like a full grown sea yeah. turtle in overnight. Yes. And so he, his wish ended up to, we, we learn is to, have his owner Rio be big and successful to live out his dream, and that's how we get to where I just talked about where Rio got gets the record deal and he, he joins this band. They end up becoming really, really big off that one song, which I guess is kind of realistic for like the Asian music scene. I don't know, I don't know nothing about that. About I don't know much, uh, I don't know much about it either. But I mean, hey, uh, if you can get big by getting kidnapped off the street by a band, you know, that gives me an you? idea. Let's go to Japan. I was just going to say, <laughs> I'm going to get myself kidnapped. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, here or in Japan? Uh, I don't know yet. Probably in okay. Japan. Because if it all goes wrong, then at least you can rely on like the U.S. Embassy to be like, yeah, hey, exactly. There you go. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, I, I, I don't know like what else I should talk about from here on out because like I don't know what is exactly relevant well, to the like plot. TLD TLDR. Uh, Rio kind of just keeps getting more famous, and then he kind of turns into a cock. He really does. <laughs> uh, he's like super rude, but he like I, I don't know like he gets really famous. He's with the this band, he the quits, people who he kidnapped him. Too. He quits. He quits the band, and then they get all, and then they, and then they're just like, "Oh, we hate you." And then he's just like, "I'm better than you, but you can still play with me." Yeah. And so then like, they're like, it's "Okay." Still the same band, but it's under his name now. It, it's literally just a glorified name change. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and he announces that they're that they're splitting up at like the most like. Yeah, ridiculous it's, 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 it's way dur- possible. It's during. It's in the middle of a show, which is really funny. It's in the. It's in the middle of a show on like a very upbeat like cor- chorus kind of yeah. thing. Because he's, he's singing the it, song. He's singing the love and peace song. Yeah, and he's just like, tonight, we're breaking up. Yeah, <laughs> or whatever. And it's, everyone's just like fucking screaming, and it's just like all like upbeat music in the background. It's really jarring but yeah. really funny. Um. <laughs> There's a lot of moments like that in this movie <laughs> where it's just like very cl- like just like tones clashing. It yeah, just this, doesn't this make is, sense. This is definitely a movie where it's hard to like pin down the genre cuz it's it's kind of all over the place. Yeah. Um anyways, uh but throughout this uh, Picadon keeps making wishes to make Rio get more and more famous and whatever. Yeah, and therefore Picadon keeps getting larger and larger. Mm-hmm. And, he and has, but he like helping Rio writing more songs too, because he he he's he loves his owner yeah. so much that he escapes the, the 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 island of misfit toys, as it were, to go help him write songs. Which help him helping him write songs is singing melodies 
in his cute little turtle voice and knocking over books, knocking, to, to knocking to over a bunch of shit. Lyrics, which is <laughs> knocking really, over really a funny. bunch of shit. Yeah, even you know it is weird though because I know that it's trying to critique this movie is utterly ridiculous on my part. <laughs> yeah, but the first time, the first time where he like he is like. The first time he's like transmitted lyrics. It's like a it's like a dream. Yeah. Or some shit. He was like walking down a hallway and he sees all these posters. Yeah, it's in a it's, hallway, it's like a like street. Even, it might not it, it's almost like not even Picadon doing it. It's it's actually him writing the song. Yeah. But then but then later Picadon has to go there to like to like knock a bunch of shit over and yeah. show him the lyrics. And he can't do it on his own. And it it happens once and then the other time he like does it in public mm-hmm. and then everyone's just like oh my god a turtle and then it turns into the super sad horror scene where these government <laughs> agents really kidnap Pikadon and bring him down into like this laboratory and basically torture him yeah <laughs> it's it, it, that's it's a very <laughs> it's a it's a very drastic tonal change hold on and then at this point in time the turtle Pikadon gets the nickname Love. Yeah. Which like, is like what? Well, because Rio <laughs> Rio's going like he you know, he's he's as big as he can possibly be, and he's like he he's in the middle of a press conference. It's like right isn't it like right after they break up? It yeah, it's right after they break up, and then he's like talking about like 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 he wants to like go solar or whatever he yeah. thinks that like and then the record P- deals like rotting him or whatever. Yeah. Picadon comes There's up a bunch of shit out of, out of <laughs> out of nowhere, and everyone's like, "Holy shit, that's a big fucking turtle!" And Rio's like, "No, no, 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 this is my partner, Love. He he, we have a telepathic link. Uh, my next song is going to be about conserving nature. I'm gonna I'm gonna write the song right now in my head." And psychically transmit it to the turtle, and because Picadon's the one who writes all the melodies, we get the we get the melody, and everyone's like, "Oh man, the, he he he's telepathic with the turtle," and because the song is love and peace, he's like, "I'm peace, and he's love. Together we're love and peace." <laughs> and so now his now the turtle's name is Love, and then they capture the turtle and fucking torture him. Yeah, it's. <laughs> It's it's, and then, it's something, and then the most bizarre part of this movie is that is it really the there most is, bizarre part? Not the most bizarre part, but the well, I'm not going to talk about the the rampage just okay. yet. But you have this entire other subplot, yeah, <laughs> of these other toys, yes, trying to like go uh, back to their owners. Do, I, Go back to their owners and like they're all mad at at, at Santa because they're just like, or Pa or because you, you know because they think he, they, he lied to them about yeah being able to go back <laughs> and then you know they're all like walking around like the real human world and somehow no one notices them yeah even though they're hiding in a very large <laughs> box yep people only well actually the- they only notice the they notice the box and they walk past it and and I love. I love that part of the movie because I kept thinking to myself, are these extras or did they <laughs> or did they just get a giant box with an animatronic turtle? And oh, that'd be phenomenal. They could go down the street. I want to know because because that's something I could see them do to get like a genuine reaction. Right. 
<clears throat> It'd be funny. <laughs> I, I gotta know. Uh, anyways, yeah, it's just a weird, weird subplot. It's like, I don't even... This this is where it turns into a Christmas movie. Yeah, because at this at this point it, it it it's like Christmas Eve. Um, everyone's trying to get back. All the toys are trying to get back to their families, and then like Santa puts them all to sleep, and we learn that this is kind of a never ending cycle of him giving out the toys to children on Christmas Eve, and then the children kind of throw them away, and they end up right back there. Which is yeah. kind of really depressing. Yeah. Well, it's funny because you have the scene of of Santa or Pa fucking drunk in, out in front of a vendor saying, oh, you'll throw it away anyways. Yeah. Basically trying to deter people from buying more shit. Yeah. And I'm just like, this guy is based as hell. <laughs> he really, I, and I, I've only known, I only noticed this on my second rewatch because I... I knew it was coming this time. <laughs> I really like how when he's when he's doing that, and the guys and the vendors are dressed like Santa. He's like, "Oh, oh, you're Santa Claus? Yeah, okay." <laughs> That's incredible. I didn't even realize that. Well, you, I just loved would, how he was berating the vendors. Yeah, no, you, you wouldn't <laughs> realize because you didn't know about that twist that he was Santa. And I, I yeah, I this only uh, it. this this plot twist that it's just like, oh yeah, this guy's Santa Claus and he's magic. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't even really, really like get a sense of it until like during the, their little Christmas party, a reindeer just randomly shows up. Yeah. And then in the next scene, he's like dressed in full Santa gear with, with like full beard. And also his workshop looks like pristine. Yeah. At, at this point. And it was like a shit show before mm. with like liquor bottles all over the yeah. place <laughs> and like just a bunch of shit all over the ground yeah it yeah <laughs> just a wild ride from mm -hmm. from uh, start to finish but <clears throat> anyways the not weirdest part of this movie is that eventually while uh well uh, rio is uh he, he's living out his dream performing in the biggest venue there is yeah nippon stadium uh <clears throat> yeah uh uh, Pikadon gets, like... He makes a final wish. He makes a final wish, and he gets huge. He gets kaiju-sized. This this is when I screamed out, uh, or I, I audibly said, oh, hey, it's Gamera at one in the morning. Oh, my God. It was pretty lame, but I did it, and I didn't... Re I was like, oh. <laughs> I should probably go to bed, huh? This it's it's honestly like my favorite. That's like honestly my favorite part of the movie. Not because it's like a your typical kaiju rampage, but because it's because it's your typical kaiju rampage in this movie. In a movie like this, Pikachu is is having like a blast. Yeah. He's got this big fucking smile on his face. Yeah, everyone, it's all the civilians are waving at him because yeah, they know who he's he so is. Cute. Yeah. And, like, you have the music playing from earlier when he was still a small little turtle of, like, when when Rio still had him. And it's, like, this kind of cutesy march. <laughs> and, like, there are explosions everywhere. And the JSDF there are tanks. is shooting at him. And he's there are tanks shooting buildings. at him. Yep. It's it's such, there's so, it's such tonal whiplash. That's, and that's I why do I love it so much. I, I do love the little, like, uh, announcer that's just, like, He's he's like there's so much destruction, but everyone can get away from him because he's so Cause he's slow. He's so slow, yeah. 
just a shot of like a bunch of people just like waving at him. Yeah. He's just he's making his turtle noises. It's just it's great. I I yeah. really like the the scene where it like it calls back to the when he was a little turtle and and uh, Rio made him that little like uh racetrack kind of thing and he where he's yeah. going on a straight path and like it's it's the big one it's 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 the big picadon and he's going down like the still looking like a little arts and crafts project but like there are still explosions off of the side here and there <laughs> yeah it's, it's so it's, good it's, oh the, god the fact, it's so good it's like <laughs> the, the best part is like it probably wouldn't be as effective if it wasn't shot so goddamn well like yeah it, it, like it, it's it's very much like it's of the same quality of filmmaking as any of the destruction and uh, miniature sequences, uh, not miniature, but uh, effects sequences in Gamera 3, which is like the absolute platinum standard for kaiju films. Like, it's shot that well. <laughs> Again, yeah. it's in this movie. You're so good. <laughs> it's, it's, it's incredible how well done it is. Honestly, you if if you're not at all interested in dumb human shit, at least watch it for this. Yeah, but like even then, like I, I mean, I, still, I still watch it, still watch it for the human stuff because it's funny. Yeah, I, I can't see it's someone so funny watching this and like complaining about the human shit because it's it's just it's so ridiculous. It's so, yeah, it's so balls to the wall ridiculous that you like can't turn away. Like you can't you you actively can't be like, "Oh, I just want monsters." Yeah. They are they are like the people in this movie are like caricatures. They really are. I mean, it's mostly just Rio who's a caricature. Like everyone... But even even um the the lady is too. Yeah. And all of his his work people are basically caricatures. Yeah, but we don't we don't really see them after like the first act when he starts getting famous. Like we see, we That's see, fair. we see him every so often. Like, like the main guy who who bullied him, the tall dude with the glasses. He shows up at uh, the final concert and he wants an autograph, and Rio just kind of slaps it out of his hands. Yeah. Oh my god, you're right. But yeah, it's really the only <laughs> time we we see him after that. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I just like. I still don't really know how I feel about the ending of this movie, though. Yeah, because it's I, just kind of like I feel like Rio gets off too easily. I don't know, like what happens to him. Does he like revert back into a loser, or is he know. still like famous? I don't know. I mean, obviously, like his name is still famous, I'm sure, but like he might just like kind of st try to stay out of the spotlight. But I don't know. I I, I feel the thing is I I don't know how I feel about like. Yuko going after him because like he he was kind of a dick. He was her. a dick to her. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he doesn't deserve the girl in this. As soon as soon as he got famous, he up and dropped her. Yeah, like, immediately. He, he he didn't care. This movie has a lot of also something weird that I noticed was there. This movie has a theme of people using other people. Yeah, there's a lot of that going on. Mm -hmm. And that's the vibe I got with uh, him and uh, Yuko. So, uh, yeah, I think you're right. He got let off uh, too easy. I have I have a couple uh, funny messages that I exchanged between Allie and I when I was... Oh, please, please share. I, I uh, She wanted to Skype call with me because she was bored. Uh -huh. And I said, no, I got to watch, watch this movie. Oh, and you I gotta, guys like, should have watched it together. She didn't want to watch it. Oh, boo. 
Yeah. And then I said, this movie is so weird. And she said, how so? And I'm just, I say, <laughs> where do I begin? It, uh, I said, it, uh, it just is. And then silence for like 45 <laughs> minutes. And then I text back, oh my God, this is so weird. I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> and then she's just laughing at me. And then another like 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes pass. And I'm just like, I just sent an um with like 20 M's. <laughs> and that, and then she was like, oh no. And then that was, that was the end of it. Because at this point, I, I had ab- absolutely no idea. Because she wanted to know what it was about. And I had absolutely no idea what to declare. <laughs> I, like, usually I'm pretty good at, at being able to just like sum up a movie and tell her what it is. But I actually didn't have words yeah, to it's, say. I, I, honestly, I feel like we're we're not doing the film enough justice with this because no. it is really just a it's it's a hard film to pin down the synopsis. Dude, to. I don't even know what this movie was going for. <laughs> I mean, like, I, usually you can tell. I don't know. It seems like they just kind of went for whatever. I mean, it, it seems to me like the message was, you know. You know, don't take the things you have for granted, and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, yeah, I can see that, but like everything else, <laughs> you can make a movie where it's like, yeah, don't take things for granted. But this movie, this I one, I don't know, man. I, don't... I mean, I guess you know what? You know, what? all right. For real though, if you are gonna make a movie with a semi-serious theme like that, I guess making one that is so ridiculous. Actually, it's probably a good thing because it'll stick in your head. Mm-hmm. Mm. Cinema 101. Yeah. Because, like, I would... You know, there's there's a reason I wanted to talk about this movie for this episode because it's so out there and so, like, so bonkers. Like, I want to say the last night before... before Not last night. Was it last night that I watched that? Yeah, it must have been because today's Monday. Um. Uh, um. No, I watched it Saturday. Sorry. I I I read off the um, I read the synopsis off the back of the Blu-ray copy that I have to my parents because you know they had no idea what the hell they were getting into, and like I think it said it, it was like with with more creativity in its first ten minutes than most films have in their entire runtime. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's Yeah, I, I there's there is a reason I wanted to talk about this cuz this is the kind of movie that sticks with you be, just because it's so out there. It's it's very oh, much it's, like that like the Rocky Horror Picture Show for for me at least. It, it's definitely going to stick with me. Yeah, good. That's that's, uh, that's what I, I wanted. But I, like I was just like so taken aback by just how ridiculous this movie is that I don't think I'm ever going to forget it. Good. I think it's one of those, I think it's one of those movies where it's just so crazy that you just can't because <laughs> I forget, I forget about a lot of shit. Oh yeah. So do like, I like, like, you know, mm-hmm. but there is, there's some stuff that I just can never forget. And it goes both ways. Like really good, really bad. You and I still talk about fucking Skyline and how bad that movie was. 
It was so bad. I don't think we'll ever forget it until we're dead. <laughs> the fucking skyline. We still oh. talk about that movie a whole what fifteen years later is or some it, shit. Has it really been fifteen years? Hold on. No, no way. It's it's probably been like ten. Oh, one second. It's definitely been, been it's, like it's ten. It's been years. eleven. Eleven years. Yeah, because yeah. it came out in twenty ten. Yep. So almost right. almost twelve then. Yeah, yeah, but this movie. I think this movie is the, it's so ridiculous slash good that I'm never going to forget it. Yeah. So definitely go watch it. I recommend it. Yeah. There's really not, I thought I'd have more to say. I, it's just kind of like, I feel like I need to watch it again. Yeah, it's, it, it is kind of a difficult film to talk about because like. I, I it is very inaccessible. It is. <laughs> For more than for, one. For, for like a regular person. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's not the kind of movie I'd show someone who wants to get into like Tokusatsu stuff because it's 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 very out there, but like it's the best kind of out there. Um and yeah, I, I like I when I saw it last year, I was I immediately was like, this needs to be a new Christmas tradition for me because that's just how great this movie is. Um, unfortunately, it's not really available anywhere unless you have a region-free Blu-ray player. Um, this three for three that you've mentioned a region-free Blu-ray yeah, good, player. Good, good. I'm gonna keep. Doing gonna it. keep to keep yelling at people to buy one. Yeah, <laughs> because they're they're worth it, man. There, there was a. One one funny thing I wanted to mention was how like semi concerned you sound when I told you I was gonna drink, it. I was gonna watch it maybe drunk. <laughs> I was a little concerned as to and how you were like, down. you were like, uh, okay, yeah, let was, me know how that, that was, one goes. That was exactly my reaction. <laughs> and uh, thankfully, that didn't end up happening because yeah, I passed out. I mean, absolutely, I would watch this drunk, but I would not want to watch it drunk for my first viewing of this. Yeah. I, I passed out, thankfully. Yeah. So. <laughs> you probably would, not, would have had way less to say if you had drunk during that. I would have been sitting here like, uh, I don't remember what happened. Yeah. <laughs> probably. Um, uh, there were, oh man, there was one more thing I wanted to say and I completely forgot. I want to talk about the music <laughs> in this, Brian. The music in this is so good. Okay. Yeah, no, no, I, I agree. Um, how how long did you have the the main song stuck in your head for? I want to know. Delis. All right. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I kind of th- I kind of like whenever I don't have anything going on, I kind of think about it, <laughs> and it, it comes it comes back. So. I want to see. Yeah. Oh, it's on Amazon. Is it forty three dollars? Nice. Is it streaming anywhere? That's what I'm. What a what a what a bargain! <laughs> Actually, how much is it on CD Japan? I've bought from them before. All right, that's much less money. <laughs> how much? It's like fifteen. That's not bad. Yeah, and I, I again, I, like I said, I've bought through CD Japan before. That's how that's how I got my copy of the Shin Godzilla soundtrack. So I can confirm they're a good they're a good website. They will not steal your money in credit card. They will card not info. steal your money. No. What I I can't find like the okay, I was 
trying to find who the composer was, and I could not for the life of me look find it. But it's Yasuhiku Fukuda was the composer of this film. I don't know if he did the Love and Peace song, but but yeah, the Love and Peace song, that's that's an earworm for sure. It especially, is. Especially considering it's like, it's basically the same refrain over and over. Yeah. I also have the, uh, like, the, like, the peek it on, like, tune from when he's, like, really young. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the that one, one where, where that plays when he's on his rampage. Yeah, that what one. Fuck? I have oh, I have that stuck in my head, too. Wait a second. What? Is this one? Hold on, <laughs> hold on. I gotta, I gotta see something on this. I gotta go to this oh, guy's no. IMDb page. Whoa. That's a noise. <laughs> did you find a startling discovery? I think I did. <laughs> what is it? I found a very startling discovery. If this is true, if this is true. And I, I can't. It's not even on his IMDb page that he did Love and Peace, but that's but that's what it says on CD Japan. So I have to imagine it is him. I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, he not only did he do the music for this, he's done the music for a bunch of the Bomberman series. Okay. Um. Oh, he did the uh the Monster X Strikes Back, which I've never seen. But uh, more importantly for us, Brian, you and me personally, he did the music for one of the shorts in the ABCs of Death. Oh, no. God, fuck. That's a... Hello, everyone. Um, There were some technical difficulties with the recording. Uh, As you you just heard, uh, it kind of cut off right in the middle of a conversation we were having about the music for the film. Um, We're not really sure what caused it. I didn't see anything wrong uh, on the the board when we were recording. Uh, I I still was able to hear Brian perfectly fine. It just, it kept recording. It just wasn't picking up any audio. So Very sad. yeah, I'm a little. I was a little annoyed about it, but we're back. We're recording again to kind of wrap things up. I don't really remember what else we talked about after the music, but I don't seem yeah, to recall anything that important. I think the last thing that we talked about before it got cut off was just like this movie is hard to talk about because you need to experience it. Yeah. Um, and like, we can say what happens and shit, but like, you should really just go watch. I mean, we already really said everything that happens basically. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, I, I think you're right. Like this is, it's definitely a movie that I I think I remember you saying that even if, even though we spoiled like the entire movie for you in this episode, like it's still a film that will absolutely take you by surprise by just how balls to the wall crazy it is. Um, yeah, and the stuff happens that isn't plot related. Yeah, but it's still absolutely bizarre. And even like, and I, 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 we said it earlier multiple times. I'm pretty sure um, the fact that we 
really just were not doing the film justice talking about it. And, like, I don't think it's even possible to do the film justice. Because, like, yeah, yeah, I talked about how great um, Picadon's rampage near the end is. But, like, you, you cannot get a sense of just how good it is unless you see it for yourself. Even if we describe it to you in like pretty good detail, yeah, just, it's, it, there's it there's no way the it will be as looking. effective unless you, the listener, sees the movie. Yeah, so it's a very visual. Like you need to lay your own eyes on it. Yeah, and that that's that can be said for literally everything else in the film. Like it needs it needs it's I I don't like this saying, but like you need to like you need to see it to believe it. You know. Yeah. It's not real until you watch it. <laughs> Are you bringing back the Santa Claus thing, Brian? Because it certainly sounds like you're bringing back that Santa Claus thing. Thought plus time plus concentration equals flesh. <laughs> but instead, it's thought plus time plus concentration equals this movie. Equals love, equals love and peace. Equals I'm okay with that. Equals love and peace. Yeah. That's so good. I'm going to say that for me. <laughs> I mean, be, you know, believing is a big part of the film. I think we talked about that before, but it's it's true. It's 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 a part of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Santa literally exists in this movie. Well, yeah, but I, I was talking more about the fact that Picadon believes in Ryu Rio so much that. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Forgot about that. <laughs> No, actually, I didn't forget about that. I mean, this is a whole week after, so this it is, is. It is. It, I have an excuse for forgetting. Yeah, we both do. <laughs> this is all Dave's fault. How is it my fault? This is all Dave's fault. He dragged me back here to record the last half of this. I mean, podcast would you rather I've done that, or would you rather I have just cut the episode awkwardly at the one-hour mark? Oh, that would have been so weird. Yeah, oh, right. exactly. Right. You shut your mouth. God, audience, why do you care so much? Why do you make us do this? No one's really making us do this. It's That's not like we have that big an audience. Help. Yeah, you're right. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll stop berating nobody now. Yeah. Um, okay. But do we want to mention anything else until we move on to the next segment? Um, was this the episode where I said, like, where I talked about how my sister got really into Evangelion? I think so, actually. Okay. Yeah. If well, yeah, I think it was. That was its own segment, it. kind of. Yeah, I had like a mini. Okay, all right. Well, I guess I might as well mention that. Okay. Again. All right. All right. Uh, well, before we move on to our last segment, uh, I just wanted to talk about what one of my family members is checking out that's new or has been checking out. Uh, my sister. It's also got not really very new. Evangelion. It's not. It's not new. I mean, it's been around forever, and we we even talked about it on here twice a while back. Twice. It was a two-parter. Anyways, uh, I convinced my sister to watch uh, Evangelion, all of it, uh, and she got through the show. And uh, she gave me like episode by episode updates, and also watched uh, End of Evangelion, and her reactions to that movie were probably some of the funniest things I've ever heard <laughs> because they were just, I can only imagine like, it was because I had 
you know, like I have had knowledge of this show. I knew how weird it is because everyone told me how weird it is. And ever like, you know, I, I, I'm in the know generally, but my sister had zero idea of what to expect. And I can only imagine how fucking floored she must have been when she saw Big Ray come out of the earth uh, and all the other shit that happens in that movie. And yeah. how, oh, I don't know, everyone fucking dies <laughs> in shit in horrible, like horrible ways. But yeah, um, it was really funny to hear about it. Um, she liked the show a lot. That's actually. good. So has she started um, watching Rebuild yet? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, last time I talked to her, she she had just finished End of Evangelion, and mm. she was telling me about how all of the very existential stuff makes her feel not so good. <laughs> nice, nice. That's that's kind of yeah. She really hates Gendo a lot. <laughs> okay. She also really hates uh, As uh, Asuka as well. Okay. She really hates her a lot. Why? Um, which I found to be really funny. I mean, <laughs> she, she, yeah, she's a, she's, she's an unlikable character when you first meet her, but like once you start to get to know own, her, like in my own sister's words, she's a bitch. I mean, okay, <laughs> but she has reasons for being a bitch. I agree with you. I, I actually, you know what? I don't know because when she told me that she hated her, this was like mid, maybe like three quarters of the. Three quarters of the way through the show. Oh, okay. And you don't really find out why Asuka so, is the way she is until pretty late, I feel. Yeah. So I don't know. I actually, I actually should follow up with her and see okay. what she thinks right. about her now afterwards. Yeah. That's um, a good, good idea. So, yeah. But she hated Gendo throughout the whole show. <laughs> and finding out that uh, that uh, Shinji's mom is <laughs> is just, you know... Shinji has a mom in two different places during yep. the show. And it's just, yeah. And she knew about one of them, but when I explained the other one to her, she was uh, a little confused. Understandably and so. Taken aback. <laughs> she, didn't put, she didn't put two and two together and think that, uh, and she got confused about, about Ray. Mm. And so I had to, to explain Ray to her. And, and, I think I told you this, but she had messaged me saying, I hate how Gendo is simping on Ray. <laughs> and I was just going like, oh, no, Lauren. <laughs> no. You have no idea. And so I got, I had the satisfaction of explaining that after the fact. And mm. that was fun. <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah, that's going good. Um, for any listeners, I highly recommend making a fan or um, convincing making someone is not so nice, but convincing a family member who has no idea about some weird thing that you like to watch it, as long as it is appropriate and something that they would like. Translation. Uh, yeah. Brian says you should all um, pull a clockwork orange on your family and make them watch Evangelion. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you too will have a Joker moment. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. It's fun. It's, it's fun. Um, so I can't wait to hear what she thinks about the the rebuild movies. Yeah, I mean the first two are you know they're they're pretty similar to the show, but mm -hmm. the last two go kind of yeah. fucking all over the place. So I am very interested to see what she thinks about that. Um, because as of right now, I remember her just saying that the show is great, but also a massive downer, which is probably why yeah. it's taking her so long to get through it. <laughs> Understandable. 
So, you know, but I did tell her it was a downer. All right. I said I said the uh, end of Evangelion is the low point of the show in terms of feels. Mm-hmm. So, y- you feel bad. <laughs> it, it's a it's a not good a not good feels uh, a bad vibes movie. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. All okay. Right. Well, that's the shall end we of my move on? Movie. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. So, Brian, uh, what new cool kaiju thing have you been checking out right now? Well, I don't remember what I initially said. I don't remember what you did either. I don't think I said anything. I know Uh, I didn't say anything. But but, um, I guess I kind of mentioned it earlier. Uh, I've been watching a lot of movies at work Mm -hmm. because I just downloaded HBO Max. And I've been watching a lot of like the Showa movies, the Showa Godzilla movies. Mm-hmm. And I remember telling you this, but I, one day I was just like, you know what? I want to watch Ebra Horror of the Deep just like on a whim. Mm-hmm. And it was great. That movie fucking rocks. It's so good. Like I've I, it, I've seen it before and like, you know, I, I knew I loved it, but I just watching it at work. Just fucking hilarious. Uh, that movie, that movie rocks on itself. But man, it made my day go by so fast. It's uh, it's like a hundred percent unironically like one of my favorites. It's so it's ridiculously underrated. It's legitimately in I don't know my top five, but definitely my top ten of the entire series. Um, it's just it's just it's so it's so. I think it was Jun Fukuda's uh, first outing in the franchise. I want to say. Um, yeah, no, it was because everything else was basically Honda up to that point. I want to say, other than um, Godzilla Raids again, everything was Honda. So yeah, that was that was really the first. That was Jun Fukuda's first outing in the franchise as a director, and he was he was like a big, he he was like a big action film director in Japan around the time. So I I, I you know he definitely brought a very different, unique kind of style to the franchise and. You can really feel, feel it. You know, it's it. People, people, people compare it, call it like the James Bond of the Godzilla franchise, and like I think that's a very apt description because you know, there's a, it's there's literally like an evil bad guy base, and the evil bad guy has like an eye patch. Yeah, it's it's very much a classic like, you know, Sean Connery style Island of Doom kind of setting. Yeah. Oh, and then at the end of the movie. The whole fucking island explodes. Yeah. It is yeah. hilarious. And Godzilla does a goddamn cannonball off of it. It's he does. Crazy. And he's like unsure oh, about good. it too. He's like, hmm, should I leave? Even while, while like all the main characters are like, Godzilla, you're going to fucking die. You got to jump. Everyone he's like, I guess. Everyone was just like, yo, get out of there. I know. It's, it's very funny. <laughs> it's such a good movie. Yeah, and oh that score. God. Ooh, that score. Yeah. And yeah, I like, no, surf the music rock. was great. Because I wasn't able to, like, watch it all the time because mm-hmm. I was working. So I was kind of just, like, listening to it, looking up every once in a while. But, man, that music, dude, was yeah. so I also good. think that Ebera Horror of the Deep features my favorite um, Akira Takarada performance in the franchise. He yeah. He's so good. Because, like, up until that point, he's kind of always played, like, He's he's kind of played like a good guy, and I guess he's still he's still a protagonist in this movie. But like, he he's a he plays a bank robber in this movie. He would I, I wouldn't exactly call him a good guy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's I mean, they it, steal a fucking boat. Yeah, 
from him that was already <laughs> stolen that he already stole. <laughs> oh, theftception. Oh, yeah. So no, I, I, Takarada is phenomenal in this movie. It's, he, he's he, probably one of my favorite parts. Um, yeah. I mean, since you're, you know, anyone listening to the show, I assume you've seen it. But if you haven't, please go. Yeah, watch get, it. definitely give it a chance. Please. It's it's super, super underrated. Yeah, I I I adore it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, aside from that, I also watched uh, Terror of Mechagodzilla. For some reason, uh, Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla only has the English dub on there. But the English dub for Mechagodzilla is phenomenal. Yeah, I know, but like, I don't know. I just thought it was kind of weird mm. how like the uh, like all the other movies had like the Japanese and the English. But, mm, just, but no, oh, they, they just on. they didn't have an option. Yeah, interesting. It, okay. I don't know. Just just an observation. But uh, anyways, I, I I watched. I don't know. I did watch Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla as well. Um, but I watched Terror of Mechagodzilla, and I remember messaging you, and I I forgot that there was like. Uh, <laughs> I what's the best way to say this? Very 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 fake. Very fake boobs in the movie. Yeah. Which, and I like, you know, you can look at them and you're like, yeah, those are fake. The the best but, part is know, that they cut that out of the sitting, uh, American version. I was, yeah, well, yeah, I was sitting at my fucking, like, uh, my fucking station and I was Your like, boss comes over, he's like, like Brian, are you watching porn? If somebody walked by me right now and just had like a passing glance <laughs> at the scene, they wouldn't know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would have been like, funny. Uh, so so I just like kind of like took my phone and like turned it around for like <laughs> a minute and then turned it back. Yeah. It's also a good movie. Yeah. What's what's yeah. what what's what's better to be caught doing at work watching porn or watching Godzilla? That's the real question. I mean watching Godzilla. <laughs> Are you sure? I don't know what fucking universe you live in. What if your boss working? is like super watching racist porn. against Japanese people? Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, racism and sexism kind of like goes hand. That's in very hand. true. So if they catch you watching porn, like they're gonna be like, "Oh, women shouldn't be naked." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess Sex workers. That's terrible. They're going to heck. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, like you're kind of fucked both ways. You know? Yeah, I guess so. Oh well. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, that's that's what I've been checking out. I mean, I've just been watching a ton of movies. Mm-hmm. That's good. Like today, today I watched Mad Max. Oh, nice. <laughs> that was great. Yeah, I've just been watching movies. If anyone here has a manufacturing job, um, just just bring out your phone. It makes the day go by really fast. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Watching uh, Mad Max Fury Road. That is also a movie with some great music. It is. So, yeah, movies with great music make the day go by. Um, as for the kaiju thing I've been checking out recently, um, it's not really kaiju, but it has uh, prosthetic creature effects, and we've stretched the definition of tokusatsu on the show multiple times, so I'm going to use it for this. <laughs> I've been watching uh, Midnight Mass on Netflix, and Jesus fucking Christ, Mike Flanagan, you're a goddamn genius, I swear to God. Um, he has definitely 
proved proved his proved his worth in the pantheon of you know being one of the top modern horror directors because this is easily the great the best thing I've seen from him. Um, his the last two shows for Netflix he did, which was the Haunting of Hill House and Haunting of Bly Manor. I quite liked Hill House, Bly Manor. I enjoyed, but it, I it didn't I didn't love it. Um, yeah. Gerald's Game, which is the only uh, feature film I've seen of his, is really really good. But this is like on an entirely different level of quality from those. Like it is insane how much better it is than anything he's done. And again, I love everything um, that I've seen from him in the past, but this is just that much better. Um, yeah, I've I've been meaning to watch it. Yeah, I the the performances really alone, like from Hamish Linklater, who, for anyone who's watched um, Legion on fx he was the um i can't remember his, his name because legion ended like three years ago now um he was the doctor who was blind in one eye he was like scarred on this one side of his face that was hamish Linklater, and he plays like the main character in midnight mass and he is so incredible in the role like he has so much charisma it's insane because I, I mean I, i'm sure there are other things other than legion that he's been in where he's had those acting shops, but this is the first time I've seen it, seen him in anything other than Legion. And I was like, Oh my God, I can see why everyone was raving about his performance in this now. Um, yeah. Also, I think it's, yeah, it's episode two. Episode two opens with a seven minute long tracking shot. Oh, hell yeah. I love shit like that. It is. I like, and I read it. I recently read an article about it. They had popped up on my Twitter feed it's it the best I, I love when some I love when like I, yeah, I love realizing something's a tracking shot like because it, it does take a second for you to go oh hold on am I seeing is, is what's am I seeing what's happening right now is that actually happening and and then it just keeps it just keeps going on and on and I'm like how on earth did they accomplish this this is incredible and the, the the most wild part about it that I learned from reading the article, they f- they didn't film that scene on a soundstage. They filmed it outside on the beach, so like they were relying on the sun for natural light. And that's for anyone not in the film, that that's that is not a diff- That's not an easy thing to rely on for for light also using the sun. Expensive if you fuck up. Yes, yes, it is. It's another, it's another extra day. Exactly. You're gonna have to use. But yeah, no, it's incredible, and um, the the big there's a big spooky monster in it. Um, I won't spoil what it is, but um, they do this thing. Uh, a lot of the times it's shrouded in in darkness, um, and the creature it has eye shine, which for anyone who doesn't know what eye shine is. Um, a lot of animals, if you shine a light, it'll ref- the backs of their eyes will reflect that light, and that's when you it like if you see like a dog or a cat in the dark or something, and that's where that's why it'll be like, oh, their eyes look like they're glowing. That's what eye shine is. So they give that to the main creature in the in the series, and I've seen eye shine done. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know, um, but I've seen like fake eye shine done in movies and TV before, and it's never l- really looked that great. But this is done. I don't know what they did differently here, but this is done in such a way that it looks like actually kind of natural, and it is so fucking unsettling. 
like I, I like I, I I get chills every time I see it because it's just so effective. Um, and you know, Rahul Kohli's also in the show, and anything with Rahul Kohli he's, is something he's a to. Gem. I fucking love. I was talking um, to my DC, uh, Doritos Connections and Mountain Dew co-host uh, Howard Miller about the show, and I was uh, talking, telling that Rahul Kohli was in. He's like, "Oh, who's Rahul Kohli?" So we went to his Wikipedia page, and um, for Rahul Kohli's uh, personal life tab in on Wikipedia, it's only it's very it's really short. It's like two sentences long. Uh, <laughs> one of those sentences is, "He is an avid gamer." Yep. <laughs> uh, he also is. Uh, he does live recordings with Bruce Green and come and co. Uh, reenacting the entire script of the prequel Star Wars movies. I'm so upset. I didn't. I only just found out about that. Yep, they did. Uh, um, yeah, because they, they only. One, yeah, two, they just did Revenge of the Three. Sith uh, like two weeks ago. I want to say. Yeah, and he he's also done like a lot of stuff with like. Funhouse till he tapped out of that because of someone that he hated. Oh, that sucks. Um, yeah, we'll we'll talk about that later. Dave. Okay. Uh, but like he's still like good friends with like Bruce Green and some of the other people from mm-hmm. there, and like he like goes on and like plays games and shit with them. And then Bruce Green did a twenty-four hour Demon Souls stream. Oh no! A couple, mo- a couple months back. Oh no! And Rahul literally, Rahul literally just showed up, and they got fucking. <laughs> Like, I don't even remember what they fucking got. I think they got, like, Wendy's or some shit. They, they were just sitting around talking about, like, crazy-ass conspiracy theories. That's fucking great. Well, Bruce fails at playing Demon Souls. <laughs> it was so, so funny. Oh, they that's went incredible. Full, they went off for the full 24 hours. It was awesome. That's awesome. I, yeah, I, I no, really... he's, he's great. He's great. I, yeah, no, I love Rahul Kohli. He is... I, I Part of me deep down hopes he's like a kaiju fan and we can like maybe get him on the show because like i would I, I i would die like of happiness if i if i could get to nerd out with rahul Kohli about godzilla you know what i'm sure how about, how about we do this how about we do this brian we'll do we'll do a random for like an april fool's day episode we'll do star wars and get him on oh i doubt we can get him on but you yeah. never know maybe you can get him on your other show he is a gamer. a gamer. He is a gamer, an avid gamer, according to Wikipedia. Yeah, he, he actually, you know, no, he's a giant Doom fan, Dave. I know he is. Yeah, have you seen his PC setup? I don't think I have. He's got, he's got one of those Doom chairs. Oh, very nice. Yeah, I do remember him. See, I do remember seeing him post a couple of months ago that he saw like a pilot that was for for a TV show that was um. An adaptation of the old Masters of Doom book, which was like just the story of how id Software developed the original Doom back in the 90s. And he said it was like the greatest piece of TV he's ever seen. And he know, and it sucks that, and he's like, I, he knows that, he, that it sucks that it, there's a good chance no one else is ever going to see it because it might not even get picked up. That sucks. Yeah, I would have loved to see that show. Yeah. Well, anyways, that's really off topic. But yeah, yeah, we <laughs> the best. we we just talked about Rahul Kohli for like a good five minutes. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> as far as I, as far as I remember, the rest of the recording about the actual movie was really short. It was, and it probably wasn't even very good. No, no, knowing right. us. Yeah, 
Uh, anyways, Dave, about uh, more about Mike Flanagan. Uh, have you seen Doctor Sleep yet? I haven't. I really need to. Because Doctor Sleep is probably uh, it's probably the only like, I mean, like you could classify it as a horror movie, mm-hmm. kinda. It's definitely spooky, but like it, uh, it is the only horror movie that's like, like uh, what's the word? I don't that know. That has like legitimate like spectacle. Really? Okay. It's, it's it's great. And not like bad spectacle, like that's all there is. Like mm-hmm. the character work is still fantastic as always. Um but it is super good. You should definitely yeah, watch I've, it. I've the been only meaning we- to. the only weak the only weak part of the movie is probably like the end. Okay. But I'm I'm not going to tell you anything cuz I think it's worth uh, watching it yourself because I've I've heard a lot of different opinions on the ending. Mm-hmm. I've heard a lot so of different opinions that. about uh, about the ending of Midnight Mass. Actually, um, yeah. Well, that's the thing about TV shows; they're hard to to wrap up. Yeah, like I, I mean, Stephen King ones. Well, I don't think I don't. I think Midnight Mass was all an original idea. Like uh, I was referring to. Uh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, Darkly. yeah. Because Hill House and Blind Manor were adaptations of of like old horror novels but i think i'm pretty sure midnight mass was an an entirely uh original idea from flanagan yeah yeah no i'm definitely i'm definitely gonna watch that uh very soon maybe even on my trip back home to massachusetts there you go yeah yeah i mean probably because i'm gonna be on a flight for six hours so there you go there you go um that's the new thing i'll be checking out okay there we go Midnight yeah, Mass. There, Go there watch it. it. It's not really a kaiju thing, but it's got a big monster in it, and it's not even really that big, but it's still and cool. Mike Flanagan is a big is a big fan of practical effects. Yeah, Tokusatsu adjacent. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, I think that will do it for the show, Brian. Unless you want to add anything. No, I don't have anything to add. Okay then. In that case, uh, that's it. Um, This was our super cool holiday special. Uh, Hope you enjoyed. Happy holidays, uh, whatever you celebrate. I mean, I'm pretty sure Hanukkah is long since over by now. Um, Is it? Yeah, because I'm pretty sure Hanukkah is like at the beginning of December. Oh, I don't know. I don't don't know about that stuff. I don't know. Um, I don't know when Kwanzaa is. I barely even care about Christmas. I just care about the food. Yeah, honestly, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, sorry about the Frankenstein episode that this. Yeah, became. this is gonna be an interesting one to edit. I'm not, I'm not gonna edit this tonight. I'm gonna do it tomorrow. Fuck that. Do it. Um. All right. Well, yeah. Happy yeah. holidays, everybody. Happy holidays. And, uh, stay, stay safe. Don't drink and drive. If you do, I'll find you and I'll kick you in the yeah. balls. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he'll do that. Um, I'm an owl, dude. <laughs> what? I'll fucking find you. <laughs> what does that mean? I'm saying that because my, my Discord picture is a fucking owl. Oh, and I've been I've been staring at it for like five minutes. God. It's so funny. Okay. Um, go follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Talking Toku. Um, or don't because I really very rarely ed, uh, update those. But we are much more active on our Instagram at Talking Toku Official. Um, yeah. Brian, you still never posted that cool thing that Allie made you. I will post it. I will post it maybe even tonight. Do it. You should. Because I already took the picture. I just forgot. Yeah. I know you took the picture because you sent it to me. 
That's true. I did. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll, you um, know, what? I'll send it as a as a teaser, and then once you listen to this, and yeah. you can look back on to the Instagram page and be like, "Oh, that's what he was talking." Yeah, about. Yeah, that's really cool and neat. Um, yeah. So yeah, do all that. Um, donate to the Brush of the God Kickstarter. Um, yep. I I've been meaning to do this for the past like three or four episodes, but uh, feel free to join the Kaiju United Discord server. Uh, Brian and I are both in that server. I'm pretty active in there. I've never seen Brian interact there once, but that's okay. Um, I am never active on anything other than my own Discord server, but I do stalk. That's kind of creepy. As in, or what's the word? Lurk? Lurk, lurk. yeah. That's, yeah. I lurk different (laughs) servers. There we go. I stalk people online. I stalk (laughs) people online. No, I I just lurk in different servers. Uh I look at what's going on. Most of the time, I'm like, wow, that's dumb. Going back to my server. And that's what I do. Mm. But yeah. Yeah. Go, go check out Kaiju, our, the Kaiju United Discord server and Facebook group. Um, I'm not really active on the Facebook group. Brian's not even on Facebook. Um, but j- jump in on Discord and, and, and say hello and give us your thoughts on whatever. I don't know. Uh, we, we don't really... Honestly, we, there's not a lot of Kaiju talk in the server. It's mostly talking about Marvel stuff and Ultraman. COVID boosters. COVID boosters, yeah. Um, oh yeah, go get your booster shot. Yeah, uh, I, I, mine kicked my ass. Brian's didn't. Yeah, I was completely fine. Yeah, I was. I th- you know I I woke up the day after early, um, and I thought I'd be fine. My arm was just a, just a bit sore. And I'm like, oh, I'll probably be able to go to work today. But I went back to sleep because I wasn't. Normally, I'm I, I go to work at nine, but that day I wasn't in until eleven, so I decided to get a couple more hours of sleep. Um, woke back up, um, everything hurt, and I was very cold. So I'm like, I, I'm not I'm not doing this today. I'm I'm not going to work today. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So get your boosters. Just just do it, man. For God's sake! And maybe take the day off after. Take, maybe knows. take take the day off, depending on how you feel. Like like Brian said, he's he's he was fine. I wasn't, but you know what? It's worth it. It's it's worth yeah. it for the one day off. Is you can take you can do that. You can afford a day a day to, you know taking a day to recover from something that will ultimately help save lives. All right. Yeah. Just do that. All right. Okay. Well, I'm, yeah. we're going to end this now. There we are. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Goodbye. We'll see you in 2022 because that's when our next yeah. episode will be. I'll see you next year. Yeah, shut the fuck up, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> but you won't. I'm seeing you like in next week. No, I'll see you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then after that, I'll see you next year. Okay. There you go. <laughs> All right. Happy holidays, everyone. Happy New Year. Have a good one. <laughs>